Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So home prices have declined, dropped the most in a decade. So obviously this begs the question, is this the beginning of the next housing crash? Let's get right into this article from Zero Hedge. Oh, but before we do, I want to remind everyone to get their tickets to Rebel Capitalist Live, the greatest investment conference in human history. <laughs> that is right. Coming up May 12th to the 14th in Orlando. We've got speakers like Mike Maloney, Peter Schiff, Robert Barnes talking about real estate. We've got Kenny McElroy is going to be in the house and my good buddy, Jason Hartman, Chris McIntosh, Lynn Alden, Simon Black. I mean, this is going to be the premier event. If you are someone that is interested in not only maintaining your wealth, but growing your wealth, worry about freedom, a plan B, an intrusive government, central bank, digital currency, gold, Bitcoin, etc. This is the event for you. You can get your tickets at rebelcapitalslive.com. All right, let's get into that Zero Hedge article. U.S. existing home sales resume slide in March, okay? But the big number or the big data point that I noticed, home prices dropped most in a decade. Let me say that one more time to make sure we're all on the same page here in case some of you are asleep this afternoon. Home prices dropped the most in a decade. And this is a chart regarding the... Uh, home sales, which I don't put a lot of weight into because you've got inventory there. That's it's kind of there's a lot of variables, but let's just go down to the home prices, and we can see the median home price. This is according to the National Association of Realtors. Median home price has gone down, as you can see, the most in history. Looks like it must be seasonal or something like that. That's why it just goes up and down and up and down, kind of. But the the trend is what's most important. So, and I believe these are probably month over month numbers, but they make a lot of sense when you look at the case Schiller. Let's look at that real quick here. And uh, I know this is a confusing chart. It's like whoa, too many colors here. But uh, it, it's it's not that confusing when you break it down by line. This is Case Shiller Home Price Index adjusted for inflation. I wanted to check this just to uh, reconcile with the past chart that we just saw in the Zero Hedge article, and you can see that it it it's definitely makes sense. In fact, some markets, my goodness gracious, I think it's very safe to say that the crash has not just already started but the crash is probably boy it's midway through it might even be an inning well not midway through but in the nine inning game the crash in a lot of the housing markets is probably an inning at least three or four where in other markets it looks like it's maybe one or two one that i'd like to point out in particular here is san francisco i think you guys can see that when it kind of pops up at you this it, it's this brown line which I'll, just in case you can't see it, the peak is right here at 236, and that was April of 2022. And since that time, it is down from 226 to 201. And remember, that's not an average price. That's just uh, an index. So the prices, let's see, at 100 were January 2000. Uh, now let's look at some other markets like Seattle, down huge as well. We go from 248 down to 205. That's 
just as much as San Francisco. And other markets such as San Diego, Los Angeles, uh, also down huge. But even markets like Phoenix are now down substantially. Portland, Oregon, no surprise there. So this is very kind of region specific. And so I think this lulls a lot of people to sleep because they think, oh, well, the price, I just see the prices go up in my area. And sure, people are leaving California. It makes sense. Who wants to deal with that woke nonsense? And to a certain degree, that's true. But I think you've got to look at the trend. And let's go back to 2008, 2007. And we saw the exact same thing. I mean, look, as an example, Miami was uh, 239 in December of 2006. And then let's just say uh, by, let's just throw out a number here, by uh June 2007, it's down to 2000, uh, excuse me, 217. But look at some of these other markets during that same time frame. Uh, Seattle, as an example, went from 156 to 158. It actually went up as Miami was starting to crash. Look at Los Angeles, did the same thing. We start off at 232 in October 2006, and then we just fast forward to June of 2007. And we're down to 215, where you look at a market like Chicago back then, and uh, same time frame roughly, we're at 140, and we fast forward into 2007, 141. So my point is there are a lot of markets that really started to crash that you would expect to crash, but you could have said the same thing back then. Oh, well, that's just... Uh, Los Angeles, or, oh, that's just Miami, or, oh, that's just Las Vegas, or, oh, that's just Phoenix, because those markets were way oversupplied, or, you know, they were very frothy. But my market here in Chicago, or or Seattle, well, that's a completely different story. And you could have said that about, uh, look at Atlanta, another great example. It was flat, if not up, at the same time when Miami was crashing. But then, fast forward to 2008 and we all know what happens it doesn't matter what market you're in it doesn't matter if it was going up sideways crashing they all plummet fall out of bed hello fellow rebel capitalists got a quick question for you are you someone that realizes we are headed straight for an economic recession maybe even worse do you also realize that the government is trying to restrict your freedom liberty and privacy On a daily basis, we've all heard in the news lately about central bank digital currencies, and it's not a matter of if we get them, it's simply a matter of when. But although you know we're facing all of these problems, you don't know what to do about it. How do you protect your wealth or grow your wealth when we're dealing with a very volatile economic environment? Or how do you maintain or increase your freedom and privacy when we have this woke Orwellian government that's trying to micromanage your life? Well, fortunately, got some good news for you. I have set up an event that is focused on helping you, the rebel capitalist, find solutions to these problems. It's all set up to help you build wealth and thrive in this world of -of out-of-control central banks and big governments. That event is Rebel Capitalist Live. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's in Orlando, May 12th to the 14th. We're going to have speakers like Peter Schiff, Mike Maloney, Lynn Alden, Chris McIntosh, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder, Robert Barnes, just to name a few. 
So to get more information on how you can attend this incredible event that's going to give you actionable intel that will help you prepare for the rest of 2023 and beyond, go to rebelcapitalistlive.com, and I will see you in Orlando. So I don't know that I'd take much solace in the fact that New York, as an example, hasn't really crashed to the same degree as San Francisco. It's like once they all start to crash or once they start crashing, then all of them kind of join the the party <laughs> for lack for lack of a better term. Let's go over to Redfin and you can see what's why we're starting to see these initial moves in some of those markets like San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, San Diego, California. Look at this. And this is on redfin.com. We see this the going from blue to orange or red. This is moving from and then moving to. So the largest people exiting a state would be California. It says more than 44,000 people were searching to move out of California versus into other states where Florida, you've got 43,000 people searching to move into. And I believe this is probably... Uh, this is between January 2023 and March of 2023. So, I mean, you could just look at the map and it tells the story. Everyone is getting the hell out of California as fast as they possibly can. And uh, also New York. And they're basically moving to Florida. <laughs> so Florida's a big winner. I mean, I don't want to get too political here. You guys know that I dislike both parties equally. I think people are voting with their with their feet as far as Americans uh, on where they would prefer what type of politics they would prefer to live under. That's for sure. But let's get back to real estate. And so again, I, I, I want to make sure that people are looking at this and they're understanding why we're seeing such massive declines in certain markets, but that shouldn't lull you to sleep. Don't get caught whistling past the graveyard. Because going back to what we saw before with the crash in 2008, there's two, three, four, five markets that lead the way by six months to a year. But once that crash starts, it is, it's a nationwide crash. It isn't specific to a state or a city. Now, you may say, George, well, this time it's different because the supply is short. Mm, okay, uh, that's a good point. But I just want to remind people that regardless of how low the supply is, uh, demand can go down enough where even with historically low supply, prices can still go down. Now, I'm not sitting here predicting that nominal prices will crash by 50% like they did uh, during 2008 to 2012. But what I am predicting, you guys know this from watching my videos, is that prices will go down by you know, 30, 40, 50%, maybe even more when you adjust for inflation. And this is very important because most people measure the the value of their house relative to purchasing power. How much stuff can my house buy me if I were to, to sell it? So if the nominal price goes up, but it buys you less stuff, well, who cares at the end of the day, unless you're just strictly cash flow, and most people are not. So I don't want to sound the alarm bell right now, but I definitely want to make sure that this is on your radar. If you're a home owner, a home buyer, or maybe thinking about uh, selling a home, 
And we need to watch these numbers like a hawk. And also, I want to point out that the numbers we're looking at here with the Case-Shiller Home Price Index adjusted for inflation, just go to January. We haven't yet received the data for February and March. So we're going to have to pay attention to this. Obviously, we'll have future videos on this topic, and we'll monitor this data and see if it's flattening out or what I think is most likely continuing to go down. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. And make sure you go to rebelcapitalistlive.com and get your tickets ASAP. I'll see you on the next video, and I'll see you in Orlando, May 12th through the 14th. <laughs>